Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice. Luke chapter 4, verse 27. Luke chapter 4, verse 27. I'll be reading from the New International Version, which may be slightly different from King James, but it all means the same. When you're there, say amen. Amen. And many leopards were in Israel in the time of Elijah. Your Elijah in the King James Version may be spelled different, but that's the Greek spelling for Elijah. But many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elijah, the prophet. Yet not one of them was cleansed, only named. Y'all can sit down. For a moment today, I want to teach from the message entitled, Millions Didn't Make It. All right. Text says, and many leopards were, were in Israel at the time, but only really naming, only naming was healed or saved. In November, November the 1st, 1955, until April the 30th, 1975, a total of 19 years, five months, and four weeks, and one day, 1,291,425 people died from something that was called the Vietnam War. Millions of folks lost their life. And those that were saved from that catastrophe, the majority of the people didn't like to talk about what they had seen or what they had been through. My father was that of World War II, and oftentimes when a war picture would come on television, he would turn it or ask me to cut it off. And I've always asked him, Daddy, why you don't want it? He said, because that's Hollywood. He said, but I was in the midst of the trenches to where I seen my friends die and could not help them. I've seen the wounded that even when they made it back, some wished they would have died because the wounds had just killed them physically and mentally inside. Brothers and sisters, as we take a journey, I don't want to pull this text out of context. I want you to understand this text of Luke chapter 4. Jesus is dealing with the fact that um, they don't understand that he is the Messiah. He's dealing with the fact because people have trouble relating to him being the Messiah. And he talks about how the prophet and all is not worthy in their own hometown. It deals with the fact that sometimes when God has called you to something, a lot of times those people that are closest to you will never understand your call. He deals with this in chapter 4, but as I was reading chapter 4, this particular verse just kind of stood out in my mind. Because Jesus says in this particular verse, he says, there was a lot of people that had leprosy. 
But Naaman was the only one that was saved. Brothers and sisters, I declare to you unto this day, I want all of you to just go back to some stuff you've been through that God has delivered you from that other folk died from. All right. I, I really believe. I really want everybody, because I, I like teaching the Word of God, I really want everybody just to think for a moment, take everything else out of your mind, and put in your mind what God brought you through that others died from. Let's take a moment and think about that. I'll know when you're really thinking. Because when you're really thinking, nobody's going to have to prime to tell, to tell God thank you. Because when you think of that moment, it's going to bring a thank you to your mind. Because you realize other folk have died from what you've been through. And maybe you just don't get it. Maybe you just need help getting it. If, if, if I just had to break it down in the universal language today, if you want to know something that God did that you'll hear, I want to tell you, he woke you up. And, and whether you take that for granted or not, somebody is still sleeping this morning that went to bed just like you did last night. And, and, and that alone ought to tell God, thank you. Then maybe some of you don't want to go back, but think about when you was laying in the hospital bed and the doctors put in a bad report, but now you sitting up here on, on in your right mind, that's enough to tell God, thank you. Maybe that ain't it. Maybe somebody's been hungry in here. And, and you understand that food came from somewhere out of nowhere. But there are other folk that have starved to death due to what you've been through. Maybe somebody in here, maybe you even been uh, uh, robbed or anything in your life to where other folk have died. But God brought you through it. There is no way in the world that you ought to be faking back and sitting still and being quiet when it comes to God bringing you through some stuff that other folk have died from. If God has brought you up and out, pulled you in and out of a situation that other folk have died from, nobody should have to pump you, prime you, or tell you to tell God thank you. It ought to be some thank you going on right now because God has been good to everybody in your house. And y'all still sat there all
but God was right there and opened some doors for you that nobody else could open. That's what I'm talking about. When it get good, you'll start walking like that brother do. Because some of y'all know God brought you out. I just, I just wish we could take 15 to 20 seconds and just really thank God for what it has brought you out of. God, you did it for me. And it's okay if you want to holler God and holler because it's real. Because unless you've been sick, you don't know what it's like to be healed. Unless you done seen folk die from what you got, you don't understand what it's like to be healed. Unless you done lost a job and don't know what it be to almost be homeless and God puts you somewhere and open up some doors, I understand you. But those of us that have to went through some stuff, I can't do nothing but tell it. Millions didn't make it. So really what I really, really what I was thinking when I read the text, the text got a hold to me. The text got a hold of me. And my the text began to work on me due to the fact. I was trying to figure out what did Naaman have that the mother folk didn't have. Because Naaman had the same thing that a lot of other folk had. But the question is not uh, why did Naaman live, but the question is how did he survive? And if he survived, then why couldn't other folk survive? And if this is the case, why didn't you leave directions for us? All right. Come on, Doc. And God began to talk to me. Oh, okay. First of all, I'm going to give you three points, but I want to give you this for free. Namely, <laughs> I looked. And those of you that don't know the story of Naaman, it's found in 2 Kings chapter 5. When you go home, you can look at it for yourself. But when you watch Naaman's story, I learned from Naaman, the first thing why Naaman made it was, he had people who agreed with his blessings, not his problems. When you go back and read 2 Kings chapter 5, you will find that Naaman's support group, they agreed with his blessings, yes. not his problems. Yes. I'm trying to help some of y'all. Right. Let me say that again. Come on, right. They agreed with his blessings, right. not his problems. Right. So what are you saying? Maybe some of you need to evaluate your friendship yes. with some of the people you got in your circle. Amen. Because some of your people will evaluate your problems yeah. More than they will your blessing. Amen. Oh, y'all ain't here. Oh, y'all ain't. I wish somebody could talk to me now. You, you do understand that when, 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 how, how did he make it? Because they liked his blessings better than his problems. Amen. I don't want to hang around nobody that can only bring up my problems. 
blessings. Yeah. Y'all right, right, ain't here. Right, I got anybody in the house getting witness to that? Yeah. That you want to hang around some positive folk yeah. that ain't going to baby you in your mess? Because most of the time you dug your own mess. Y'all right. ain't hearing what I'm saying. And you want to get around some folk that's looking at your blessings rather than your problem. Like one of my, my homeboys said, man, I, I lost my job. That's your problem. Yeah. But your blessing is your bills are still getting paid. Y'all right. yeah, ain't hearing me. Your blessing is there are still 20 more thousands of jobs out there that you can get. You want to hang around folk that don't look at your problems, yeah. but look at your blessings. Yeah. No matter what's going on in your life, there's a blessing even in a stone. You read chapter 5. You read chapter 2 Kings. Naaman, Naaman had four that was looking at his blessings rather than his problems. Amen. Because one of the guys in that chapter said he got mad. Naaman got upset because of what he wanted him to do. And his partner said, but if he'd have told you to do a great thing, wouldn't you have done it? In other words, he said, name and drop that pride yeah. and go do what the man of God told you to do. Yeah. You know, you got some prideful people around here. Yeah. And a lot of times, hard pride will leave you standing by yourself. Yeah. You can be prideful if you want to. God don't like prideful people. That's in the scripture. You do know that. All of you scholars, you do know that, right? You, you try to act prideful, and God don't like prideful people. It'll make you feel bad. Sometimes pride will put you by yourself. Yes, right. Folk don't want to deal with you. But that's naming handful who agreed with his blessing, not his problems. Judge, secondly, I, I'm about done. Secondly, this is what I like. Naaman had people there. And I, know, I see why he made it. He had people that would not let him live below his potential. Amen. Wow. Amen. This free, you need to evaluate your friendships. <laughs> because real folk will not allow you to live below your potential. Amen. Anybody that lets you live below your potential ain't really your friend. And really don't mean you any good. I know y'all get quiet. Come on, pastor. They don't let you live below your potential. Because that's why we start talking to each other and building each other up, telling each other what we got to do. Not because of any other reason except I see the potential that God has in you. You see the potential that God has in me. And we understand in order to reach our potential, they're going to have to sacrifice and do some other things to get where they got to be. But real folk don't let you live below your potential. But there are some folk in your life that lets you live below your potential. They'll tell you, go on and leave that husband, knowing that you really don't need to. Yeah, I know y'all ain't talking to me. Just because y'all got into an argument, yeah, baby, go on and leave him. The ones that are telling you that ain't even married to nobody, you, they'll let you live below your potential. Baby, you don't need that job. Yes, you do need that job because that job been paying your bills. You should have went to work on time. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. Real will not let you live below your potential, but they will always push you to do better than where you are. And I'm at the point in my life, if you don't care about 
about your life, praying about your life. Because if you don't care, why do I waste my time caring? You don't like it. it's just the truth. You can't make folk do. You can't make grown folk do what they don't want to do. That's right. Amen. Come on, Doc. Can't make grown folk do what they don't want to do, JoJo. But Naaman made it because his friends wouldn't let him live below his potential. Amen. Naaman, you great. You, you first class living like homeless. All right. We All can't right. have that. Huh? That's right. Naaman's attitude was great. Naaman was like, man, maybe I better do this. I want you to think a moment at your friends. Seeing how many of them have pulled you out of the dirt. And then take a note of those that have just covered you up with dirt. All right. All right. All right. Mm. Well, well. Feeling sorry for Amen. you. Yeah. Crying with you when they don't need to cry. When it ain't hard, they know you need to get your butt up and make something happen. Wow. Real friends will always tell you the truth. Yeah. Even when it don't feel good. Yeah. And even when they don't like it, at the end of the day, real friends going to let you know, no, don't blame them. That's your decision. You made that decision. Now you got to fix that decision. You got to change this. I know I ain't talking to nobody in here this real. Some people like to be pity partied on. I don't want to be around people that every time you come out of your mouth is something negative. Why can't you come around me with some positive talk sometimes? Why can't you just look back and say, when I look back over my life and see all the things that God has done for me, my soul cries hallelujah. I don't want folks always crying on my shoulder about some junk that you've done to yourself. Sometimes you got to just come to reality that if anything is going to change, it's going to start with me changing myself and making a way that when you make one step, God will make two steps. When you open up the door, God will take, I wish I had some real folk up in here. If you just move back the curtain, God will raise up the window. You got to do some stuff for yourself. Quit blaming everybody for your messed up situation. You got Nobody did nothing to you. You did it to yourself. Layman had friends. Y'all said that. Would not let him live below his potential. That's how I see. That's you don't know somebody love you, man. They'll tell you the truth. Like my doctor did. Doctor, my knees hurt. Lose weight. He didn't bathe in me. He didn't say, go get a knee brace. Take you some ibuprofen. We're going to run x rays. No, he said, no, lose some weight. And it'll stop hurting so much. Real folk. Do real things. Don't they? <laughs> I wish I, 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 I'm done. I'm doing my last one. I'm done. But how many of y'all need some real folk in your life? I hate to see grown folk just babysitting. I don't want a nursery. Y'all ain't hearing me. 
come out, I don't want to nurse you. I'm tired of hearing your problems. I don't want to nurse you. I know y'all ain't talking to me. And, and, and that's the word. I got to say this and then I'm moving on. How many of y'all, every time a certain person calls, the first thing that come out of your mouth is, what is it now? Yeah. I wish somebody could talk to me for real. May I just need somebody to talk to? No, maybe you need to get a job or something like that. Maybe you need to join a club. Maybe you need to do something to keep your mind occupied because evidently, whatever you're going through is tearing your head up. Amen. Come on, God. Amen. Look, third day, let me go. <laughs> I know y'all don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, God. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody. Leave it on below your potential. Why y'all parents let y'all kids live below their potential? Talking about you got to see it's okay. No, it's not okay. Because if you take time and discipline yourself and study, a C can become an A. Letting your kids not get a high school diploma. How do you let them live below their potential? How do you let kids, I know y'all don't want to get, y'all want to get quiet on me now. How do you let somebody you say you love live below their potential just so you don't have to deal with the situation? Never let your kids, Joseph, don't ever let your daughters live below their potential. Don't let them just settle for some old guy that you know ain't good for them. You tell them what's right and what's wrong and then allow them to make their decisions. So if they make the wrong decisions, it's not Jojo's fault, but it's their fault. And not only is it not Jojo's fault, but God will say, Jojo tried to tell you and you didn't listen. Brothers and sisters, quit allowing folk to live below their potential. Because you don't care. And then a lot of parents look at where you are and you figure your kids can't do no better. But instead of you trying to hold your kids back, be a slingshot to your kids. Amen. Put them in the rubber band and stretch yeah. them as far as they can go. And when you let them go, they'll fly high and get more out of life than you ever thought about getting out of life. But don't ever allow your children to live below their potential. Don't ever settle for them in their wrongdoings. Let them know, baby, that ain't right. Let them know you ain't ready for no child. Let them know you ain't ready to have sex. Let them know this thing. Let them know that they don't need to live. Thirdly, wow. He, he, Naaman, Jesus, Jesus says his name, Jesus said there was a lot of lepers, but Naaman was the only one that got saved. So what else did he do? Thirdly, he got God involved. Naaman got God involved. Because in 2 Kings, the, it's sad that the slavery girl that was from Israel, that slavery girl, yeah. knew about God and his prophets. Yeah. All right. And when you go back and read it, it says she tells the woman that she was enslaved to his wife. Yeah. Say, if Naaman can just get to the prophet. All right. Get to the prophet. Come on. She said, I know that the prophet can hear me. Yeah. My brothers and sisters, we learn in life, you got to get God. Involved. Yes, sir. Amen. And as much as you don't want to, 
If anything ever don't turn around in your life, yes. God is going to have to get involved. Yes. And this is what I learned about God. God does not intrude where he's not asked to be. Y'all right. uh, ain't here. But if you ask God, God will get involved. Because when Naaman gets down to the prophet, and the prophet tells Naaman, go down to the Jordan River. Yes. And dip seven times. Come on, God got involved. Brothers and sisters, one night they were out there on the ship. Storm got to going. All right. I heard the disciples say, we've never been in a storm like this one. All right. Trying to weigh water in and out. They said, we've never been in a storm like this one. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. I heard one of the disciples say, Jesus is in the bottom of the stern. Mm -hmm. Say, go down and wake up Jesus. Yeah. And get Jesus involved. Yes, yeah. This is what I like about it. When he woke Jesus up, yeah. the text records, my brothers and sisters, that Jesus just looked at them and said not a word. All right. Oftentimes, Jesus will deal with your weakness yeah. before he deals with you. All right. A lot of times, Jesus will deal with your storm yeah. before he deals with you. Yeah. Because if he deal with you before the storm, you'll still be looking at the storm and won't hear what he's got to say. Right. But if he deals with the storm first, it changes the atmosphere so then he can deal with you. Right. So the text says that when Jesus got up, that Jesus went to the front of the boat, stood there at the front of the boat, looked at the storm in his eyes, Kitty, and all Jesus said was peace, be still. The Bible says that everything got quiet. Yeah. My brothers and sisters, as I close, I leave you alone on today. I want to ask you, have you ever gotten involved? Right. Have you ever got Jesus involved yeah. in your situation? Yeah. Is there anybody here that had ever had Jesus say those words in your situation? Peace, be still. Yeah. And I wish I had about 20 of y'all that you don't have to say nothing. You ain't got to shake nobody's hand, but you can just lift your hand and say, I'll have the voice of Jesus. Anybody got Jesus involved? Jesus got involved. Mark, when Jesus get involved, things are going to change. Mark, when Jesus get involved, the deaf start to hear. Mark, when Jesus get involved, the blind start to see. When Jesus get involved, closed doors come open. When Jesus get involved, empty accounts become full. When Jesus get involved, bald men grow hair. When Jesus get involved, big men lose weight. When Jesus get involved, small men get when Jesus get involved, toothless folk get toothless. Is there anybody in here that has ever got Jesus involved in your situation? Tell me, won't God make a way out of no way? Won't God change your situation? Won't God make ways out of no ways? Just hug yourself. Don't worry about your neighbor. Just hug yourself and tell yourself it wasn't nobody but the Lord.
didn't know when, when I didn't know what, and what nobody. somebody to yeah. instead of you going to folk let God send somebody to you oh, y'all ain't talking to me Sites, you know what I come to learn in life I ain't got to talk about the good I've done for nobody because the good I've done you'll see before it's all over Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. Anytime I have to talk about the good I've done, then I have got my reward from you that I've talked to. But anytime I do good and don't worry about what comes back, then you'll see God bless me in public. They'll be wondering why this going on and why that going on. Because God has got involved. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Woman. A woman was sick on her sick bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because they asked the woman, Simo, they said, baby, I can't figure out how you got wet. You know what she told them? My doctor got involved. All right. And he told her, he said, but I am your doctor. She said, no, when you can't do me no good. She said, I got a doctor that do house calls. I got a doctor that I don't have to wait on to do his round. I got a doctor that I can call at 2 in the morning, and he's going to show up. Any of y'all ever had to call Dr. Jesus early in the morning? Anybody ever had to call him late at night? Tell me, won't he show up? Won't he show up? Have you ever had him show up? And won't he show up?
Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice.